in the back room was an extra refri- In the back room! <laughs> huh? I'm sorry. What would you like me to do? From Boogie Land Media, this is On Carlson Drive, a dusty little dirt road of memories from the wit and whimsy of Wendy Bonifield. Today's episode... Cousins. We had a plan, ready to put into action once everyone was asleep. The clock in the living room had just chimed the half hour, and soon we could begin. First on the list, eat pickles. There had been some discussion earlier as to whether or not we should put sneak pickles from the fridge on the plan first then eat pickles, but we decided that getting the pickles from the fridge was implied in the eating of the pickles. Now, I'm not sure who decided pickles would be the first thing to eat on our sleepover adventure because Grandma had a drawer full of cookies that, in my opinion, is much more exciting than pickles. And sneaking food was really no big deal at Grandma's house. Grandma always had lots of food, and there was never any restrictions on food. In the back room was an extra refrigerator full of pop. She lived in Michigan, so it was pop, not soda. We didn't drink a lot of pop at our house, only when we had pizza, but at Grandma's house, pop was readily available at all times. As the clock in the living room chimes a quarter till the hour, My cousin Jenny is already asleep, and by the time the clock chimes the hour, we are all asleep. So much for our plan. My Aunt Anne and my older sister Lisa are asleep on the two couches on either side of the room. Jenny and I are snuggled up on the floor. Anne and Lisa are the same age, two years older than me. Jenny, a year younger than me. There was no better place on earth than my grandma's house. I loved my grandma and grandpa, the two very best people God ever created. I was six years old when we moved away from the same city they lived in. We usually visited at least once in the summer and at Christmas time, but we moved a lot. Sometimes we lived close to them, sometimes way too far away. Because I didn't grow up in one home, Grandma's house was the house I grew up in, the one consistent home. Morning rolls around and, oh no, I'm the last one up. Well, look at what's coming down the hall. Oh, the only thing I hated about Grandma's house, getting up and coming into the kitchen in the morning. Grandpa was going to be there, ready to give me a hard time about sleeping in. It didn't matter how early you got up, Grandpa would be up before you. In fact, he was up before everyone and had already roughed in a house before you even thought about rolling out of bed. Grandpa was an electrician. He and my Uncle Fred would be up before the crack of dawn working, then they would come back home 
and have some breakfast. Uncle Fred always had a little bit of sawdust sprinkled in his hair. Grandma would cook up lots of bacon and toast and make an egg any way you wanted it. Of course, the grumpiness didn't last long. Grandpa was always picking on us, but in a way that made you feel special and loved, not bad or embarrassed. Fatty, fatty, two by four, can't get through the kitchen door. I know, <laughs> I know it sounds terrible, but it, but it just wasn't. My grandpa is the most loving and fun-loving person I have ever known. He would sneak up behind you and drop an ice cube down your back. We were always trying to get him too. Of course, if we were successful, we just might find ourselves being thrown in the pool in the backyard. Truthfully, that's what we really wanted anyway. Can we go swimming, Grandma? Oh, it's only 68 degrees. Let's see if it warms up a little bit before we go swimming. Grandma had three rules about the backyard pool. An adult had to be watching us. It had to be at least 70 degrees, and we had to wait an hour after we ate before we could go swimming. We did not want to get a cramp. I don't remember learning to swim. I just spent every summer of my young life in my grandma's pool. When we were young, we would play mermaids and dolphins. Of course, the very best would be if Grandpa or one of our uncles would get in and play with us, throwing us high in the air and then splash into the water. When we were teenagers, Anne, Lisa, and Jenny all liked to lather up with baby oil and lay by the pool and sunbathe. I could never stand it. I would lay there for a few minutes. It's so hot. I'm hot. It's so hot. I have to get in the water. Why am I laying here? This is horrible. I hate this. It's so hot. And that was it. That was it for me. I had to get in the water. Let's play Barbies. Annie, do you want to play? Yes, but don't tell Lisa. Lisa never liked to play Barbies, and Anne didn't want to admit to Lisa she liked to play Barbies. Even though we would be playing with Anne's Barbies because we were at her house. Or we could play school or restaurant in the basement, but those were winter games, games to be played when it was cold outside. Today is a summer day with lots to do outside. A whole woods to explore or a trampoline to jump on. Jenny had a trampoline at her house so she could do all kinds of flips and turns. I was doing good if I could land on my hiney and then back up on my feet. A perfect summer day, playing in the pool, some jumping on the tramp, back to the pool, raiding grandma's cookie drawer. A cookie jar is good, but one can fit many more cookies in a drawer and maybe some licorice. Then back to the pool, a little break for lunch, and of course, the long wait of an hour before we can get back in the pool. This might be filled with more jumping on the trampoline, or we might find our way to Grandma's player piano. We all have our favorites. Sometimes we would all sing together, but most of the time, two or three of us would find our way to the piano. Grandma had two full bookcases of piano rolls to choose from. Mr. Bojangles Mr. Bojangles, dance, 
That was my cousin Paul and Amy's favorite. Paul is Jenny's little brother, and Amy is about the same age, and the two of them were best buddies. My little brother Dan liked to put on the big musical medleys and play them as fast as the piano would play them, and then slow them down and then speed them up. There were lots of fun songs to sing. And you light up my life. You give me hope to carry on. Hello, lamppost. What you knowin'? I've come to watch your flowers growin'. Ain't you got no rhymes for me? Looking for fun and feeling groovy. Hey, look me over, lend me an ear. Fresh out of clover, mortgage up to here. If a picture paints a thousand words, then why can't I paint you? Take me home, country road. So many, we would just sing and sing our little hearts out. But Jenny and my favorite song was Windmill in My Mind. Round like a circle in a spiral, like a wheel within a wheel, never ending or beginning on an ever spinning reel, like a snowball down a mountain or a carousel balloon. That part was a little high for us. On a carousel balloon. Turns out we were both altos. We had that song down. We knew all the words. We could sing it slow with great drama. We could speed it up and sing it fast and get all the words. I think we probably drove everybody crazy, but we loved it anyway. My Aunt Linda was Jenny's mom, Aunt Linda and Uncle Doug. Linda and my mom were sisters. My mom was the oldest of eight. Mom, Uncle Don, then Aunt Linda, Uncle Fred, Uncle Wally, Aunt Nancy, Uncle Tim, then Ann. I never called Ann Aunt Ann. She was only two years older than me. I have 16 cousins on my mom's side of the family as opposed to three on my dad's side. These 16 cousins came in two sets, the older set and the younger set. The older set includes me and my sister Lisa, my brother Dan, but not my baby brother DJ. He belongs to the younger set. Then Jenny and her younger brother Paul, my Aunt Nancy's daughter Amy, and my Uncle Don's two daughters, Lindsay and Brooke. Now, I have only seen Lindsay and Brooke a handful of times in my life when we were younger. So they don't play much of a role in my grandma's house stories. It's really that older set of cousins that play the strongest children's roles in my grandma's house stories. And of course, my Aunt Anne. She never liked being lumped in with the grandchildren, but she was definitely one of my playmates as a child at Grandma's. The best game times were when my uncles and Grandpa joined in, but I think I will save all that for another story altogether, so you will just have to wait and enjoy this one about my cousins. The second set of cousins begin with little Wally. 
He came along about the time I was 12 or 13. Now there were lots of ants to compete with in holding a new baby, and Grandma loved babies more than any of us. But I did get to hold my new baby cousin a few times. But to be honest, babies were no big deal in my book, so let my ants hold them. Really, I felt a little bit of jealousy more than an interest in them. My grandma really loved babies. But it was only a twinge because grandma really loved me too, and it was fun to see all my well-loved aunts and uncles have babies. But as far as my childhood memories go, it was the older set of cousins that hold all my very fond memories from grandma's house. I don't see my cousins very often anymore, but I found one of those nifty little sayings on Pinterest that I like. A cousin is a little bit of childhood that cannot be lost. The simple joys of being at your grandma's house waiting for your cousin. Shared memories of the boogeyman in that one room at the bottom of the stairs in the basement. Playing school or house or mermaids. Sitting at the kids table. The best seat and the best place on this earth. Grandma's house. Welcome, everybody, and I'm very excited to introduce to you my cousin, Jenny. So welcome, Jenny. Thank you. Good to be here. So we're going to talk about one of our favorite subjects, which is Grandma and Grandpa's house. It's my favorite subject, anyway. I I always loved being at Grandma's house. So did I. It's some of the best memories of my life. So the real question we have now is, do you remember all the words to windmill in my mind? I think I remember all of them. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) That was one of my favorite moments with you is we'd go over to the piano and there were so many roles to choose from, but it was so easy. We, We would search. We knew exactly which one had to come out of that little storage area and... We'd put that on. Now, I do remember singing it as fast as we could. That's what I remember most. And I do remember being very proud that we could sing all the words. And we would pull anybody who was around over to listen to us sing all the words as fast as we could. That's right. Yeah. I'm sure they were like, oh, no, not that song Right, not again. Would they please stop? Please stop. (laughs) Although we never got that vibe. There was never any of that at Grandma's house. I think that's what made it wonderful was that, you know, there was just so much love and grace there. Oh, absolutely. Everyone just seemed, I think people just love the fact of being together and that our families, families who didn't see each other, sometimes for months at a time, we'd all be able to come back into this special place. And I think everyone enjoyed just seeing all the different aspects of how our friendships represented themselves and how they grew in those moments. It's just, it was the most special time. Yeah, it really was. Let me just say, I feel really blessed by it because most people, in this day and age, don't have a large family that they come from. So they don't get the luxury of 16 cousins and seven aunts and uncles. And it made for just such a fun time during the holidays and during the times we got together. I feel really blessed by that. I do too. I mean, so much. And I know that time goes by and you don't get to see everybody quite as much. 
you still have those really beautiful memories of your childhood and growing up and being together. I still feel like I could come and see you after not having seen you for years and pick up right where I left off. Yeah, I agree. That's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. So what are some of your your favorite memories from grandma's house when we were there just as little ones? Well, I think the sleepovers were a very big memory for me. I can remember the four of us. So this would be Annie and Lisa, you and me getting together and making our list for all of the different things we were going to do that (laughs) night. I can remember waiting until everyone went to bed and, and whispering about if we thought it would be a good time to get up now and do the things we wanted to do. And they sounded so devious at the time, (laughs) like that we were really pulling the wool over people's eyes. But looking back on it, I don't think anyone would have cared that we got up and got a cookie from the cookie drawer. Right. And I remember all the chats uh, and the the talks. We always um, had discussions about love. And we would talk, talk about who was important to us at the time. And I have very vivid memories of tiptoeing down the hallway, past grandma and grandpa's bedroom, past some of the other bedrooms, down the hallway that had the whole wall of bookshelves, yep. and feeling the excitement of doing that late at night. That was fun. Right. Sneaking. Sneaking. Absolutely. Also, I remember the pool, uh, having so much fun in the pool. So my family only lived about 20 minutes from grandma and grandpa's house. So we were able to be there a little bit more frequently than you. Yeah. But I grew up in a house without any air conditioning, as I'm sure a lot of people did back in that day. Yeah. Well, grandma and grandpa didn't have air conditioning either. Yeah. No, but somehow their house was always cool on the inside. I don't really understand that, but I do remember that. I don't ever remember being hot in that house. No. And they always had a lovely breeze on the back patio where Mm -hmm. we used to sit. Yeah, But I remember being in the car, finally convincing my parents to go to grandma's. We would just wait and wait at our house, especially when we knew our cousins were there, begging and oh. begging to go to grandma's. Yeah. Oh, that was the most agonizing thing for me when I was at grandma's. And I was like, when is Jenny going to get here? <laughs> I know. I, I know. Wait. It was the same for me sitting at my house. And I can remember, especially if it was the summertime, we knew that everybody would be in the pool when we got there. And so the minute the car was put into park, my brother and I would jump out of the car, run not into the house, but around the side of the house. (laughs) And we'd just fling that gate open. And the first thing we would do is hit that pool water on a really hot day. And all of you were already in there playing. And it was just such an amazingly fun time for us. Yeah. I remember mermaids. I remember (laughs) diving for the hockey puck. Oh, yeah. That was one of our our favorite games in the pool was someone would throw a hockey puck and we would all be at various sides of the pool and we would dive to see who could get that hockey puck before it hit the bottom. Right. I forgot about that in my story. I think probably because I probably never got the hockey puck. Yeah, that was a really big one. And I I do remember on many occasions being dangled over that pool head first by one of my uncles who had a hold of my ankle, (laughs) threatening to throw me in. In fact, almost like even kind of putting me down close enough so that my hair would get wet in the water and I would be shrieking and screaming, begging them not to do it. But they usually did it anyway. And I actually enjoyed that. Right. I was going to say we, we always made a fuss, but we knew we wanted to be thrown in the pool anyway. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and 
Grandma's seemingly endless supply of towels. I know, all, and all strung over either over the pool fence or she would have a huge stack of them right on top of the dryer. Yes, in the back. that little back room with the dryer. The dryer and the refrigerator full of pop, which right. was very enticing. We didn't get pop much at our house either. So yeah. it was always very special to go and drink yourself crazy on <laughs> Coke and orange pop and great pop. It was so fun. Yeah. I do remember lots and lots of games of hide and seek in the basement. Oh, those were the best. Yeah. And they had that one specific side of the basement that was unfinished as opposed to the rest of the finished basement. And that's where they stored everything. And the ping pong table was in the back and that really old piano was oh, back yeah, there. Right. You remember when we played ping pong and both of us were so bad about using our paddles. <laughs> Would smack it with our hands. I know. I I was not the best ping pong player, but oh gosh, yeah, we had so much fun, and we would do ping pong tournaments where we would make teams. And yeah, I remember the same for euchre. We would make the same for do the same for card tournaments as well. And oh yeah, and even having a lot of people around the player piano during those holidays, where we would all sing together. And luckily, we were a musical family, so we had a lot of different parts covered. It was uh, special times, I remember. Yeah, that was always good. Yeah, I loved the hide-and-go-seek games, too. I mean, and of course, when we could get the more uncles we got to play, the better. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Our uncles were always, like, the coolest people in the house. Yes, they were. I don't know how you felt, but I always thought... My uncles are, like, way cooler than everybody else's uncles. Oh, yeah. I always thought that, too. I loved them. We we were great at imagining this group of us. I would call as you would refer to it, as the older set of cousins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember long, long times of playing restaurant And downstairs. that orange carpet downstairs where we would, like, scoop up the fuzz. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. I forgot about that, actually. That's so true. We would do that. That would become part of the menu. Yeah, that was, you know, like a delicacy. I don't know. They had a couple tables with bar stools or little countertops with bar stools. And we would bring dishes down. And oh, we'd yeah. have the, the, whole, the whole thing was going on. And we always had music playing because there was a big stereo down there. And it was an eight-track player. Oh, I don't remember that. I mean, I remember music, but I didn't realize it was an 8-track player. Oh, yeah. The stereo had an 8-track, and there was a stack of (laughs) 8-tracks that our uncles were all into. So the ones I remember most are Neil Sedaka and Johnny Mathis. And we would put those on, and that would be our background music for the restaurant. Yeah. I mean, you had to have some good tunes. Mm -hmm. And I do remember playing school down there as well, Yeah, which we did quite often and if if it was nice enough outside I remember playing lots of games of kick the can outside where we'd get an old coffee can and play kick the can in my grandparents yard our grandparents yard was so big oh yeah that it was easy to hide lots of bushes and trees around right did you often go I mean I feel like we hardly ever went in the front yard Oh, no, we never went. Only if we were playing hide-and-seek or kick the can or something like that. Maybe you would hide in in those bushes up front. Yes. But I hardly ever remember going out in the front yard. We, we really never did. 
because the backyard was where everything happened. There was a highway there yeah. in the front, too, so, you know, might as well just stay away. Yeah, it was a very busy road. In your story about cousins, uh, which I listened to a few times with my mom, and I even listened to it last night with my brother, Paul. Oh, good. We all got a chuckle out of Grandma's rules about swimming. <laughs> and I do also have very vivid memories. She and usually one of my aunts or my mom would be in the swing that they had out on their patio. Yep. And they would sit there for hours, and we would all just chat and talk. But I vividly remember them swinging and me sitting out on that patio fidgeting and watching the clock. Yes. Because I knew it had almost been an hour, and if we could just make it to an hour after we ate, we'd be able to go back in the yeah, pool. so agonizing, that wait. <laughs> it was awful. And for what? I'm sure it sounded really appropriate back then. I think everybody sort of had that rule of thumb. It's been so long since people were like, you know, that really doesn't matter. It's so true. But I do have a, a, a really vivid memory of spending a lot of time on the back patio. Yes. Just listening to the grown-ups chat. And sometimes being able to be a little bit of a part of the conversation here and there. Yeah. I just thought our family was like the best family around. You couldn't get any better. I, I thought that too. Absolutely. Um, so when you played the po story for Paul, did I, did I get his song right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> In fact, as soon as you started talking about the piano rolls and how grandma had all these bookshelves full of piano rolls and we would love to sit down and sing he, he turned to me and just said, Mr. Bojangles. <laughs> so he knew right away before you'd even said it. And then when you said it, he just got a little smile on his face and nodded his head. So That's that right. was a fun memory for him, too. I feel like we all had sort of our own little favorite songs. We did. Yeah. That's I thought that was interesting. We really did. Yeah, well, whenever we sang, you talked about the family gathering around the piano to sing. You know, we'd sing, and my mom always loved Take Me Home Country Road. That was her favorite. And she would always just tear up when she's singing that. <laughs> <laughs> we come from a family of very emotional people. It's so true. tears of happiness, tears of sadness, tears of laughter, they were not uncommon in that house. No, not at all. When you're talking about sitting out on the patio, that little game that Grandpa used to always play, the I draw a magic circle upon your back. Yeah. Two eyes. I forgot about that. And a smile, and someone will gently tap. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I've forgotten all about that, but yeah, we all loved that, didn't we? Right. I think for a long time, I remember when I was very young, I didn't understand exactly what the game was. But I thought, yeah, that's right. I'll let Grandpa draw a magic circle on my back. Oh, who doesn't want a magic circle That's on their exactly back? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I also thought it was really funny to talk about the boogeyman, like the <laughs> freaky man who yes. lived in, I think it was just like the room where the furnace was or something, but it was kind of back behind the stairs in the basement. Yes. And we really, really were scared of that room. I remember being afraid of that room my whole entire life. Oh, me too. Even as an adult, when, you know, when they were getting ready to sell that house, I would not go in that room. 
Mm-hmm. I think that was our uncles. I'm sure that they <laughs> scarred us for life I'm with the sure. stories of the boogeyman under the stairs. Well, Grandpa, every time you went downstairs, you know, he's like, watch out for the boogeyman. Uh-huh. And, you know, what I remember in accordance with that is no matter, we could spend hours downstairs and I was completely not afraid of being in the basement. Not at all. Right. But whenever it was time to go upstairs, by the time we got to that, we approached the stairs we would just start running and we would run up the stairs as fast as we could to get up because that's where the boogeyman was. That's right. Yeah. So funny to think of now. Like, that's so silly. I know, but I, I do remember just being absolutely terrified by that room and walking as far across the other side of the room as you could. So you wouldn't get anywhere close to it. No, no. We wanted, we wanted to be nowhere near that. <laughs> Nowhere near that. I also remember the room in the very back of the basement always had a lot of instruments in it. Yeah. And so when family was around, a lot of times we would go downstairs and, you know, we can't, we come from a very musical family and a lot of people played brass instruments and we would get a whole group of people and we would play down there for a long time. Oh, yeah. Really good playing. Yeah. Like it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And it didn't matter if you were young or old, if you were an expert like Uncle Wally or yeah. our grandpa on the cornet, even if you were just a beginner. I can remember being a kid down there, not having played my instrument for long, but I was always just welcomed in. Come on in, get some music, like let's play. Yeah. And I, I remember that being a really special time. Yes. Oh, I've always loved playing duets. With grandpa or, and then like you said, um, when we had everybody, we really did have almost a full band and there was never really any, oh, you can't play because you're too young. Never. I never heard anyone discouraged from coming and a lot, even, even people who didn't play would come down and listen or they'd sing along, even the young kids. Yeah. It really was all fun. I don't remember any time as a kid feeling like there was tension or that there was drama in any way. It was always just happiness, and everyone just seemed truly happy to just be there hanging out together. Right. I have really great memories as well of just grandma and grandpa in those times, Mm -hmm. just sitting next to each other, or he'd have his arm over around on her chair, and Oh, yeah. Even on the patio, sometimes they would sit in the summertime, sit in the swing together. Mm-hmm. And he'd usually have his leg up over her lap or something. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, they would just they would just chat and chat with us. But they, they were so loving all the time. I never saw them where they weren't loving. Oh, yeah. So I'm down in Florida now um, visiting my grandpa, who is 98. Yeah. And... We took a trip a couple of days ago down to see Annie and her two girls, and each of them now have a baby of their own. So we kind of went down just to spend some time with them. And driving along the road, you know, we were kind of quiet. We really weren't saying much. And all of a sudden, Grandpa just burst out into a version of You Are My Sunshine. (laughs) Sang at the top of his lungs, and he's not the best singer in the world. But he just, and, and that's what you would get over there. Yeah. You just get this spontaneous, I'm going to start singing. Or grandma would sit on that back 
swing and and we would all just sit there and sing along with her you are my sunshine or climb climb up sunshine mountain there's so many different so many songs I don't know if grandma ever took care of you like when your parents were gone but I remember sometimes being afraid at night and grandma would come in with her just lovely voice and just sing Mm -hmm. little lullabies and it was yeah just the most comforting, comforting time. Because, you know, I'm missing my mom, but here comes grandma Mm -hmm. with just her her lovely voice and singing lullabies for me. I didn't spend the night over there very often, but I do remember that about her just coming in and kind of just gently singing to us or Mm -hmm. even just talking to us. And uh, it was always very soothing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I loved talking to grandma. She was just comfort. She was. Absolutely. I mean, she was comfort embodied. That's exactly what I was going to say. She just (laughs) literally embodied comfort. Yeah. Yeah. There's no other way around it. And she just made that house, I think, just the two of them, how much they loved each other and loved their family, Mm -hmm. just rubbed off on everybody. It did. And I mean, she must have been an incredibly busy woman. I can't imagine. And yet. I never, ever remember her ever saying anything uh, as a complaint. I never remember her commenting that she was overly tired or that her back was sore. Now, we all knew these things to be true after she put on a big meal or something, Mm -hmm. but she never would say it. And she always just said, I'm just so happy everyone's here. I'm just so happy everyone's here. And I don't think I've Mm -hmm. ever heard her say a bad word about anybody either. No, I don't think so. And not that I can ever remember. Never. It was the perfect canvas for amazing memories. I, I couldn't have asked for anything more Oh yeah, I, as a child. I cherish A better them. family to grow up in. Yeah. So do I. Yeah. So do I. Right. Well, and you were a big part of those for my memories there at Grandma's, too. I couldn't always wait till Jenny yeah. got there. <laughs> Yeah, well, and I love, I do love it. I mean, I, it would, I'd be remiss if I did not mention, I loved having my favorite cousin. I think we were just close enough in age and oh, yeah. we have birthdays on the same day, which was really, really special. I thought I so. loved having someone to share my birthday. Yeah. And, um, I loved all my cousins, but you were my special cousin. You still are my special cousin. So oh, I, so I love that we got to have such a, special relationship together, the two of us. This episode of On Carlson Drive was produced for Boogieland Media by Randy and Wendy Bonifield. All stories were written, edited, and narrated by Wendy Bonifield. Follow On Carlson Drive on Facebook and Instagram at username On Carlson Drive. Please like, add, friend, and review this podcast wherever you find us. Join us next week for a new episode. Until then, thank you for joining us on Carlson Drive.